Hello and welcome to another episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada. And we're joined by Tony. Hello. Uh, and today we're discussing your recent trip and viewing of the film Battle Angel Alita. Is that right? It's actually Alita Battle Angel oh, in, as, as the film. Uh, the, the manga was Battle Angel. Well, the manga was Gun Gunnam. Gunnam? I don't know. It's, I don't know how you even pronounce that. G-U-N-N-M. Um, that and sounds that was, about right. That was Battle Angel Alita. Um, and then they decided to swap it Wonder for the why. film. How weird. But yeah, we went to see it just the other week. It's, if you don't know, it's the latest film from James Cameron. And he's actually, interesting trivia for you. He has been sat on Alita as a like film IP for years. Like since mm. two, year, two years after the Titanic. Um, he owned the rights to Alita Battle Angel and AlitaBattleAngel.com has been registered since like 97 or something. Oh, really? <laughs> to him? Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. I guess it's one of those things where he probably saw the original like anime series or like yeah. read the manga or whatever when he was quite a lot younger and he's just sort of had this passion for it ever since. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was announced in 2003 <laughs> that they were going to do Alita Battle Angel, like the like official announcement. It's mm. like, how long is that? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Very James Cameron. Well, I read a few times, obviously you can back it up because you've seen it. I haven't had a chance to see it yet myself, and I, I do want to. The, the original script was just like something like three or four hours long or something if it was to be filmed like it was because he was trying to stuff so much of the original content into one film. And it just that's kind of why it's taken so long to make because they just couldn't get it right. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It feels like the film is cramming a huge amount of content and story and world building into one film. Hmm. What did you think, Tony? I liked it. We did find out a bit afterwards. Well, it, I hope this isn't really a spoiler, but it sets itself up for a sequel. And then we found out that it hasn't done very well at the box office, hmm. which I suppose may mean that they won't do another one, which is is not excellent because now forever it's possibly going to be this film that never ended mm. properly mm-hmm. but i liked it for what it was i i enjoyed pretty much every moment of it I, I enjoyed the concept the world building the characters yeah it's a little bit weird that she's got these massive anime eyes but it's fun and it was so obviously james cameron mm. mm-hmm. the, the script just the way he's well the way it's been written you're like hmm I'm thinking of Titanic right, right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I also, it's made me want to look up the manga mm. and well, I don't know if I'd be able to get hold of it, but quite interested in it now. So, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I read about it was that they stuck it in such a weird spot release schedule wise, like middle of February doesn't seem like the best of times to release such a big film because I think it's cost them quite a lot of money to make but yet they've not released it in a necessarily the best time. So maybe that didn't help its its box office numbers at all. Yeah, it also seems a shame if they've been sitting on it for so long to then pick a bad time to release mm. it, I guess. Like, I don't know a great deal about film economics, like when's best to release certain films under what circumstances and stuff, but you have to believe that the people who are in charge of this sort of thing know what they're doing. So it's just a bit odd that they choose to release it maybe when it had a lower opportunity to do well. I mean, I think the the main thing for me, like, yeah, okay, some of the script writing is a bit questionable, for sure. That's probably the biggest negative about the mm. whole film, because otherwise it's really great. The action scenes are great. The special effects are really good. The world building is is excellent. And it's not, despite the fact that it's long, right? Like, it's definitely a, it's a two-hour movie, and it doesn't feel 
too long. Right. You know, and it's interesting that you mentioned about how, you know, originally that the script would have been like three hours or whatever, because it does feel like it's got plenty in it for two for mm, two hours. Even though it's not one of those films where it ends and you're like, oh, you could have made that into one film. Like you didn't need to stretch it yeah. into two. Like it's actually a lot goes on in this first film to the point where I was thinking like, oh my God, how are they going to wrap this up? Mm. Like they're not going to wrap this up in time, even though it's two hours, you know, there's there's been a lot going on and they're not going to manage to finish it. So then for it to not kind of like finish is sort of, it's a good thing and a bad thing in the sense that like, you know, a lot has happened in the film, but also it's still really good and it's great that there could be another one. But then, yeah, if it's not done so well, I'm definitely a little bit concerned that, oh, if they're going to just not bother with a sequel, then are we going to end up with this film that never really finishes, yeah. which is a shame. That is a shame because everything that I've heard about it so far, both from you guys and from other people online, is quite positive, actually. Like, everyone who's gone to see it said, yeah, it was a pretty enjoyable film. Like, it's interesting that it's managed to sort of buck the trend of bad anime films yeah definitely but unfortunately i think it's got that legacy attached to it now and it can't escape that regardless of its quality yeah i agree and i think that it does a good job of being anime like but not being a bad anime to film adaptation Mm. i don't know would you agree tony um yeah i mean the one thing i'm thinking of and Obviously, I don't know much about the manga. Is it whitewashed? Because mm. all the characters... It is set in America, though, in the Yeah, in the well, well, I suppose that's okay then. But I, I do know there was a big scandal about... Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, with um, Scarlett Johansson being the lead. Mm. Probably should have been a Japanese person, or mm. not, not her, but I don't know. So maybe they get let off for that, but... But one of the things that I like that you've said is that the action is really good and that it feels anime-like, which is really important, I think, because I think you can make any story good for the most part if you write it well. And this could have just been a generic sort of like modern day action film with a decent story, but they managed to capture what makes the original anime and manga interesting, which is sort of that anime style and especially the flow of action, like by the sounds of it, like it's still got that kind of bombastic anime style fight scenes that you've mentioned. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the highlight, right, of the whole film. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I kind of, it was one of those films that I guess you kind of knew wasn't really going to do that well. And seems like a shame because it was definitely good and i would definitely like to see a sequel be developed Mm. but yeah i mean i think that it's you know we've talked a lot about how sort of anime and manga is becoming more well known more accepted and all of that kind of thing in the west and and this is another example of that it's just we're still perhaps not quite over the threshold enough yet you know and i don't know it depends on whether you think that I don't have an answer for this as to whether you think that the source material is what limited the success of Alita or whether it was the directing and the script writing. And the reality is it's probably a bit of both, I guess. See, that's interesting because I've not seen it, so I can't say, but I would have said neither just off of like, if you ask me off the cuff, I just said that what was limiting it is its heritage in a sense in the, hmm. it's just a bit odd you know, and most Western audiences probably yeah. aren't willing to accept that slight oddity. That's true. They, they that's look true. at the trailer, they look at the, the art poster, and they go, that's a bit weird. I'll go and see Transformers. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're missing out on a potentially really interesting and otherwise still fun film. Like just because it's interesting doesn't mean it can't be fun and action packed, which it, it, by the sounds of it, it is because of maybe it just doesn't kind of conform to what they would expect in a traditional action blockbuster style film, Yeah, which I think is kind of yeah. closest to what it is in a Western sense. So unfortunately, I think its heritage is probably what's undermined its success. Yeah, I, I don't know whether it's been released in Japan or anything like that with a, a dub, mm. but I, I certainly enjoyed just, I, I like sci-fi movies anyway, and I just enjoyed the concept mm. of an android who was essentially human, but like synthetic, mm. but, and there there is a romance aspect to it between not an android. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of, it makes you think like, could that be a thing? If, if mm. androids existed, would people fall in love yeah. with androids mm. and, and vice versa? And it, I don't know, like just from that sort of standpoint, the world building was really interesting mm. and, and just made you think. Yeah, that's true. That's it's true. just a shame that all that really interesting creative writing and this unique premise and these great fight scenes are undermined by quite a superficial, it looks weird trope, you know? Yeah, well, definitely. one thing I have been reading online as well is that there's a high possibility of it doing very, very well in China, and if it does well in China, it will get a sequel. So, ah, uh, yeah, that's you know, true. We, yeah, we, it's not actually it's about to be released in Japan. We had that discussion when we just talked about Pacific Rim Uprising on on Soundbite. In oh, the yeah. Pacific Rim did pretty well over here, but it did really well in China. So they made a sequel, which also did very well in China, but didn't do so well over here. So. I mean, the Chinese market now very much is where the studios are, are aiming that money for uh, because it's just such a lucrative market now by comparison to the West. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just because it's not done terribly well over here doesn't mean it won't get a sequel, which is kind of a positive thing to take away. Very true. But our recommendation is definitely go see it or go watch it in some way, um, for sure. Ignore the sort of middling performance of it and don't let that put you off going mm. and seeing it for sure and now i imagine tony's going to go away and read or watch the anime slash manga yeah no i'm thinking about googling it which is what i normally well, do. I'll tell you what if you do we can maybe do another samba episode on what you thought of the original source material then yeah maybe sounds like a plan That'll be fun. Mm. Well, if you do uh, end up going and seeing the film, uh, do let us know on all the usual means. You get us on Facebook or Twitter, etc. Uh, let us know what you thought about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, agree or disagree with us. It's still interesting either way. But I've been Saffron. I've been Gelada. And I've been Tony. And catch us again for another episode of Octal FM Soundbite very soon.